Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast was created to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 388. Today's guest is sharing with you how you can unlock your power and you'll learn things like the power of collaboration versus competition and so much more. Welcome to today's episode. I brought on Javon Wooden. Javon, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. Um, I appreciate you sharing your platform with me. I'm super excited to be here. Please give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? So I live in Houston, Texas. Uh, I am an author, speaker, and mindset and perception coach. Well, and obviously that's what I'm excited to talk about today. We're, we're going to yes. have some golden nuggets and obviously mind over matter. I'm big on mindset. And I think that can be cliche at times because people preach about it all the time. But I want to know, mm-hmm. what does mindset mean to you? So for me, I always tell people that mindset for me is controlling what you can control, which is yourself, right? Mindset is saying that, hey, no matter what comes, I am going to make sure that I'm making intelligent decisions. I'm not reacting just out of pure emotions. I'm not reacting just because of the situation. I'm actually already prepared because I've done the work and now I'm set no matter what to make a smart and intelligent decision. You know, actually when the pandemic started last year, I did several different live trainings for corporate and different entrepreneur groups. And that was mm. one of the big focus is to focus on the controllables. Cause whether it's right. the government, your boss, your spouse, traffic, whatever, there are plenty of opportunities, conditions throughout our day to throw us off track. For sure. But if we focus on the controllables, which are only within, and I talk about that through daily disciplines, that's how we can stay focused. Even if we fall off track, we get back on. So I'm curious, what are your daily disciplines? So for me, I think routine is very important, right? And what I mean by that is making sure, you know, you have that powerful morning. So journaling, so for me, like I wake up, I'll make sure I get my workout in, I'll make sure I make the bed, most mornings, not every morning, right? Uh, Get me a good breakfast in, walk the dogs, spend some time without technology when walking, reading, you know, just doing whatever I can to, to ramp myself up for the day. And then I make sure I prepare, right? Make sure I've prepared my notes, wrote down what I need to do for that day, right? The day prior. Um, so that way I can just look over and say, okay, yep, this is the top three things I want to get done and all that stuff for the day. So just having that routine is what sets me up. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant, and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. 
I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and click on course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming. And it wasn't always like this for you. And that's what I, I kind of want to talk about is we all come from different backgrounds and environments yeah. and, and whatever it may be, but I would love for you to share kind of where you came from, what ignited this change in you. And now what has you forward focus on, on living your life? Yeah, I, I think the most important thing um, to sum it up before I even get into all that is knowing your why, you know, why you want to be that way, why you want to be who you're trying to become, right? And that's what really set me up to be on this journey that I'm on today and to actually walk in my purpose. Uh, because when I was younger, none of this was the case, right? I was a very introverted child. You know, there's a lot of issues. I grew up in poverty. Um, I faced you know, prison time when I was younger. And that really was my turning point, you know, going to jail and facing that time, seeing the pain on my mother and my sister's face, uh, just woke to up something in me to say, hey, God, if you get me out of this, I promise you I will be the servant that I was meant to be, right? So when I got out of uh, jail, you know, by the grace of God, no charges were dropped. Uh, I was able to go ahead and go to the military first graduate school, go to the military and really see opportunities, right? I didn't know I could create my opportunities at that own, own time, um, at that time. So that really was the issue. It was the fact that I thought I was so locked in to the box that I was just destined to be what I was. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I seen that I could be so much more. I had resources in me, even though I didn't have any money. I had resources, I had this. <laughs> And I had this, right? I always said no one was going to outwork me. And I had to put that towards positive things, right? I had to put the mind, I had to put the heart into positivity. And that was really, really, really very important to get to where I am sitting in front of you today. So that's what I want to highlight. So no matter where somebody is today, I don't care if you just hit your rock bottom, you file for bankruptcy, you're going through a divorce, you're sentenced to prison, whatever it may be. That's not your story. And I think right. a lot of people get shackled up in the identity of what was. Mm -hmm. So what advice do you want to give to somebody to let go of what was, let it go? Because you're right. You said you didn't have the money and the resources or whatever, mm -hmm. but you have completely changed the trajectory of your life. Yeah. Uh, I think when you, it's important that you said, let it go. Right. Because oftentimes we hold on to so much. There's a cool, I think Lao Tzu says, um, he talks about how holding on to the past, that creates depression, right? So if we don't release these things, but we continue to look at what was, then we'll never see what can be. So I think that that's one point that I would love to, to really hone in on. And in order to do that, we have to do, I, I always tell people, take inventory of their strengths. Don't worry about the weaknesses. Take inventory of your strengths. What do you have right now? that can change your circumstances today, right? Whether you, you could be a good writer, you could be a singer, whatever it is, 
you have to hone in on that and use that to start propelling yourself. And then you have to also forgive yourself and say, hey, all right, whatever happened back then, that was back then. But right now, starting at this moment, I'm taking myself up a few notches because I refuse to stay stagnant. And I also refuse to regress. I'm doing nothing but progress. And in order to do that, I got to change my mindset from scarcity, saying I don't have it and I'm never having it. I'm not enough, whatever the case may be, to abundance saying, how can I get this? You know, what is it going to take for me to get there? And that's the key. And what you're saying is 100% true, but I just, I don't want that to go into somebody's ear in one ear and out the other, because Mm -hmm. it really, I mean, it's all within. Number one, I think it comes down to self-awareness and then it comes down to choice. So if you're becoming aware, wow, I'm, I am always thinking fear and scarcity and victimhood and all this shit, mm-hmm. but that's clearly not where you want to be. It is a, I feel like it is kind of an uphill battle at first to change your mindset, to build that mindset muscle, but then it's going to For become sure. this new routine, these new habits, the new behavior. But I, I feel like that uphill battle because you're, it's like you against you changing that thought, changing those neural networks and patterns. If you want to get into the science behind it, (laughs) how do you tell somebody the advice you give to be like, it's going to be uncomfortable, but you keep going. I think, you know, that's, that's really key. You know, change is uncomfortable, but it's also uncomfortable. If you're already uncomfortable, what does it hurt you to try to to do something, right? You're already in a position where you, you don't like, you don't like what's happening. Right. So I always say, what costs you more? Does it cost you more to stay the same or does it cost you more to change? And what I mean by that is I am hurting. Right? I'm not happy. You know, that's why I want to change. I want things to change. And we have to understand that we control our happiness. No one else or nothing else really makes you happy. It's really a mental space. So that uphill battle is worth it. Like, you have to see that, though, as the person. Um, and you said it's, it's based on um, self-awareness. Yeah, you have to be aware, but you also have to have that self-esteem. You have to believe that you can change. And that's why people fear change. They're like, man, I don't know what's, it's that uncertainty. Mm. You have to get comfortable with uncertainty. You have to get comfortable with failure. You have to get comfortable with things not going your way. You have to get comfortable with busting your ass pretty much, right? Because what it all takes, none of this is easy. Success is not easy, whatever your definition of success is. It wasn't meant to be, right? It wasn't meant to be because, as they say, anything worth having, right, can be difficult to obtain. But once you get it, you hit a whole nother plane of joy, of of fulfillment in your life. So I want to bring something to the table on that comment. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, one, I think it's the whole choose your heart, right? Staying stuck or like getting through the trenches onto the other side. Choose your heart. Right. But what you said there, and I think I want to debunk it a little bit and because it's Mm -hmm. definitely conditioning in our society. It's out there. You got to hustle and grind to get ahead. You got to work hard to make shit happen. And here's what I would like to debunk. I disagree. And Mm -hmm. here's, I'll just tell you, this is a different perspective and lens. So I did ayahuasca. I did ayahuasca like a year and a half ago. And the message that came to me was all suffering is Mm self-imposed. And what I got from that is all of our suffering stems from thought because our thoughts create our emotions and ultimately our environment and our results in life. So if all suffering stems from thought, 
then thinking it's going to be hard to get through this. It's going to be, I have to struggle to get ahead. That's going to be our experience. Mm -hmm. Because I believe if we have faith and trust that we will be carried, that the only struggle is that internal battle. Is it really a struggle? Yeah, well, I, I like that first and foremost. But when I say it's going to be hard, it's because you are. It is an internal battle, right? You're 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 unfamiliar with the territory, right? Yeah. You're navigating the terrain. That's why I always say, you know, no matter what it is, it's better to get like a mentor or get some type of help, right? Someone who's been there or someone at least similar to what you're trying to get to, right? We don't have to reinvent the wheel on these things, but we have to be willing to learn and we have to be willing to try things that we wouldn't necessarily do ourselves, right? And that's the hard part. Like I said, the uncertainty makes it hard. The fear of failure, the fear of falling flat, you know, and not having that that ground underneath you is what makes it hard for people. You know, the uphill battle, uh, it, it's you can enjoy that journey. That's that's what's the key. That's what makes it, um, you know, easier is when you start enjoying the lessons that you're learning. So many people want to go from here to here um, and you can't do that. And you can't see me if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm, I'm talking about starting from ground zero and then they want to skip all the way up to whatever part of success they were trying to reach you can't that's success is not instant right and we're in an instant gratification society you <laughs> have to realize that there are levels there are steps you need to take in order to have lasting success because even if you did get that 15 minutes where you just somehow got up there you you're not ready for it right you're not ready for that because you haven't um, you haven't done the battle within to say, hey, you know, I got this success. I've already prepared. I know what it was like to go to this run. I know how I got this. Right now I have the standard operating procedures. I have all these things that it takes in order to sustain what I've obtained on the journey. Right. And that's why I say, you know, it's, it's hard. Right. It's hard to to really see what's possible if you've never been there. What do you think the purpose of this human experience is? Uh, elaborate. Tell me more. Explain on that a little bit for me. Well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I believe <laughs> that we're all spiritual beings having a human experience that we chose mm -hmm. to come here for growth and evolvement opportunity to experience through our senses. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, what is our purpose in this 3D realm? Mm, that's that's deep. That's that's awesome. I like that question. Um, I think the purpose is really, like you said, to learn as much as possible. And really, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that um, we are here not just for ourselves, right? I think it's very important for us to see the world holistically, to say all this life here, we're really here to not just sustain it in our time that we, we have on this earth, but to make things better for the future. And that's, that's um, to me, that's what we're here for. It's like, you can't be selfish about it, right? You got to really enjoy the experience, but share it so that we're making the universe better, right? Not just us. Well, and so I love Disney movies and Disney's movie Soul. I don't know if you've seen it, but mm -hmm. Soul talks about our purpose is joy. We yeah. are here to enjoy each other and experiences. And here's where I want to go with this. You talked about the importance of collaboration versus competition. Right. Where I think we're very conditioned to compete. It comes from, you know, hundreds of years of, of athletics and different things. Mm -hmm. but talk about that. The power of people and collaboration. 
collaboration will take you to heights you never thought possible, right? A lot of us are, you know, quite frankly, playing small, playing small and playing safe, right? And that competition, like you said, we have been conditioned to compete with one another, right? Whether it's sports, whether it's, hey, those grades you get, like who's the top of the class, you know, all these different things. Um, So let's shift that. And let's understand that collaborating opens us up to a paradigm shift, ways to do things and see things in perspectives we wouldn't know otherwise. So if, for instance, in our space, right? When you talk about mindset, we're, this is a form of collaboration here, right? We're getting each other's perspective and the listeners are, are benefiting from that. Because if we were competing, you know, no one would hear anything and no one would be willing to, to have these conversations because for sake of, oh, I don't want them to steal my ideas or oh, I don't want them to, you know, do whatever. But collaboration really is a key to excelling, accelerating um, processes, right? That intuition that you gain, the knowledge that you gain, uh, the insight that you gain, it's all very important because diverse thinking, if you think about it, is the reason why so many uh, strides have been made in the world to this day. Right. If you think about technology, if it wasn't for companies and people being willing to say, all right, let's let's put our put our heads together and see what we can come up with. Think about Apple, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniacki. I always mess up his name. But if it wasn't for them being willing to collaborate and say, all right, I know I'm good at this thing, but I suck at this thing. Right. I need somebody. You know, that would have never existed. And that's the same with everything in life. If you don't say, hey, I need help or I could benefit from someone else, you will never reach <laughs> the heights that you're trying to go for. It's just impossible. And if you do, it, it's going to take you a very long time. You're probably going to be towards the end of your life by the time you get there, right? So collaboration is everything. So I'm totally going to butcher this, but it's on the tip of my tongue. And you know that saying or the quote, you can go far alone, but you can mm-hmm. go further, faster. How does, do you know how that goes? Yeah. It says, um, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And I needed you to finish it for me. Yeah. 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 And you think about that quote, right? It says, if you want to go fast, right. But where are you going fast to when you're alone? Right. And that's, and that's the key to that, that quote, that proverb. Uh, But if you want to go far, go together. Exactly. The collaboration will take you, you wouldn't even be able to see it, right? Well, and especially the fact of if, if we really want to go somewhere else with this, we mm-hmm. need companionship. Humans need touch. We need each other's energy. And that's right. why your vibe attracts your tribe. And so I, I think we up-level each other because what you said was that oh, we're sure. playing small and playing safe. So if right. I only knew my perspective, I, I couldn't think or dream bigger, but if I meet somebody else, I'm like, damn, if that's possible for him or her, then I can too. So I, I just love that. And right. what you said, playing small and safe. Yes. Yeah. So how do we unlock our power? Ultimately, that's what I want to know. How do we do it? Yeah. Well, that one collaborating and collaboration is, is it means a lot of things, right? When, when you look at like, so say you have a mentor, right? That's a form of collaboration, right? That's, that's what that opens you up to taking taking yourself up to different levels but um we really have to be willing to be humble you have to be willing to say i don't know these things or i need help right a lot of us aren't willing to do that and you also have to be willing to spend spend time you know learning you have to be willing to invest in yourself 
you know, these are all things that so many of us like, that's the scarcity mentality again. Like if I, if I come up and I see a course, oh, that's $2,500, right? That's a lot of money. Well, it's a lot of money for you now, but where are you, who are you trying to be, right? <laughs> again, you got to identify who are you trying to be and what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? What are you willing to go through to make it to that point? And that's, that's the key. A lot of us, we don't think about that, right? We don't think about what the journey entails, right? What it may encompass in order to get to that point. And you really have to take a long, hard look at yourself and at the, the effort that you're willing to put in before you say, I want to get there. Because a lot of us just talk. You got to be willing to take that action. Well, and something you shared with me in our pre-call, and I don't remember if this was from in military that it ignited something in you, but you mm-hmm. said you had this like epiphany, this thought that I can do anything and that you didn't become a statistic. Yes. I'd, yes. I'd love for you to expand on that. Yes, that was, that was military. Um, when I went to the military at 22, it opened me up to a world of possibility, right? I hadn't known that world. Um, a lot of us, we, we don't know we can create opportunities. Right. We think someone's just going to hand us everything and that's that's just going to happen. Right? It doesn't typically doesn't work that way. Right. You have to do something. Right. Usually when you move forward towards a purpose or towards a goal, the universe can help you out. That's how these things happen. Um, that's the serendipitous moments. Right. Um, and we could talk about that. But um, when I joined the military, I, I realized that I was playing small. Right. I was playing it safe. You know, I, I was familiar with the environments, I was familiar with the people, but the military put me in places where I didn't know anything about. I had to rely on other people to be successful, right? I had to go ahead and, and speak to that person that was on base for two years before I came. Um, so it just really told me that if I'm willing to do the effort, if I'm willing to talk to these people, if I'm willing to learn and spend those nights, you know, reading these documents, that I could really create the life, well, like I say, design the life I don't need a vacation from because I'm happy now with myself, right? (laughs) And that's the key. You know, what I'm doing aligns with my values, aligns with who I'm trying to be. And so many of us, we stay stuck, right? And in places where we just have no joy, it's mundane, it's monotonous, it sucks all the life out of us. You have to realize that we control that. We can do something about that, right? You don't have to stay in that job that you hate. You don't have to stay in the positions or relationships that you just don't serve you. But you have to be willing to, to do something about it. You have to, you can't just talk about it. You have to take some actions, right? I was just I was gonna pull up my phone and look, there's a song. I want to pull it up real quick that I just downloaded when I really paid attention to the words, I was like, damn, they're onto something. But the song is vacation by dirty heads. And it says something to the lines of, well, I'll let you talk. Maybe I'll go find it, but um, (laughs) that life can be vacation. If you don't like what you're doing, change it. And most people are like, well, I can't because I have to rely on this job. Well, you're limiting yourself. Right. And, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, how many jobs are there open right now? I, I don't even know. It's millions. Millions of jobs are out there right now. And for some reason, a lot of us make an excuse on why we can't change our situation. That's all it is. It's an excuse. We got to stop making excuses, right? In the military, we say the maximum effective range of an excuse is zero. It's not going anywhere, 
right? You got to stop making excuses. Yeah. Because no one wants to hear that, right? You're, that's protecting you. You're trying to protect yourself, right? From that uncertainty, that unfamiliarity. Uh, But what that does is that hinders you. It hinders your progress greatly. If you're not willing to go ahead and do something with your resume and apply for a couple of new different companies to try to take that next step or get out of that position that you're dreading, then what do you expect to happen in your life? (laughs) How can you expect anything good to happen if you don't even believe that you deserve it? Because that's really what it boils down to. You don't believe in your own mind that you're good enough for somewhere else. How does one create that belief? How does one create that belief? Well, one, you have to, again, you got to take inventory, right? Take inventory of who you are, what strengths you have, right? Find out why you believe that. And and when I say that, I want you to write it down. Like write down, you know, your beliefs, why you're not good enough to go somewhere else. And then I want you to dispel those with the real reasons, right? The real feelings behind that. That's what I want you to do so you can see it when you write it down. So if you say, hey, I don't have enough education, right, to go get this next position. All right, if that's that's the case, tell me what you need to do, right? How long it's going to take you? And then tell me, you know, why you believe that, right? Because a lot of it's just bull, right? We're just, again, it's an excuse, right? Because if you got to position that you're in now, then clearly you can go somewhere else. Clearly you can do something else. There is no way there's one company that you're good enough for. There's one position that you qualify for. It's impossible. It's impossible. So we have to stop just downplaying ourselves and we have to go ahead and take opportunities. Stop telling yourself no. So many of us do it. We start in our heads, we're like, what if this? What if that? Stop doing the what ifs. The what ifs are really, really, really dangerous because you're talking yourself out of something that's probably meant for you. You know, what you, Heather, you, I know you, you, before the call, you started talking about how you were working in a job and then you took the leap. So many more people need to take the leap, right? And you, you'll be surprised that when you do jump, how small sometimes the leap is. It feels like the Grand Canyon, but maybe yes. it was just six feet. No, right. I hear you. And I feel like in, if I had to summarize what you just shared and you dropped some bombs, were that all limitations are self-imposed. Yes, exactly. So exactly. If, if we've limited ourselves, we can also expand ourselves and, and yes. become yes. this unlimited potential being that we already are if we would just, yeah. Right. I mean, there's so many examples of this, right? Everything we see this day, someone else said was impossible. Imagine if the people who created the technology, imagine if, you know, Thomas Edison, right? Someone, 1,000 times he failed. The 1,001 time was when he actually created light bulb, right? He got the, the fulfillment right. This is what it takes, right? You just have to believe in yourself. Forget the naysayers. Forget when someone else says that you can't do it. That's because they're afraid to do it. Don't listen to that. Yeah. Realize your own power, your own potential. Go for it, right? You really have nothing to lose when you go for it, right? You're going to learn lessons that you can apply later, right? That you can say, all right, I failed this way, but let let me tweak it a little bit and let me go and do it in this way, right? So we just become better uh, on all the attempts that we take. We cannot 
we cannot do once and give it a college try and say, okay, that was it, I'm good. <laughs> that life is it's not gonna work. You have to really, either you're all in or you're not in. <laughs> That's how I look at it. So when you really wanna take your life up and you really say, hey, I'm tired of where I'm at and I wanna go somewhere, I wanna go further, go all in, right? Give it your best, oh, oh. do what it takes. Yes, and stop stop making reasons like, oh, I tried, you know, one time and it's and it didn't work. So that's it. Don't throw your hands up in the air. Find someone who's done it before if you really want to do it. Find some collaborate, right? Find someone who has the skills that you feel like you're missing. Take inventory while you're doing it. See where you fell short. You know, you may have just been missing that one key point, that one little thing, that one little item that you could get from one of your friends may know it. Many of your friends may have a connection if there's a job you want, but whatever it is, reach out, tell people, like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. So we have to just be willing to, to step out of our comfort zones if we really want things to happen. This makes me think about the four minute mile rule. And that simply states mm. that once somebody did it. So back then, was this the 1940s or something? Whatever. Yeah, something like that. I forgot, I forgot, yeah. Um, but nobody thought humans could run a mile in four minutes or less. And then somebody did it. And within a couple of weeks, many people have done it. And now, yeah. you know, I think even that's been broke. But the point yes. is, either find somebody, you're right, that has already done it, already broken that barrier. Look, Sarah Blakely just sold the majority mm, of her company. Thanks. Just sold the majority of her company for $1.2 billion. She's already a, like the first self-made billionaire woman or that I'm aware of. But then she sold her company for 1.2 bill. So if she didn't just break that next barrier, then maybe the listener, it is your job to break, first of all, your own barrier, but a barrier mm -hmm. that to be an example for somebody else. So I guess what I'm trying to preach here on my own soapbox is, yeah, like <laughs> step up and shine your own damn light. Yes. And that's, oh, I love that you said that, Heather. Shine your light. You know, so many of us are dimming our light right? for whatever reason, for whatever reason it is. And sometimes you just got to say effort, right? Whoever you're dimming your light for or whatever you're dimming your light for, say effort and go for whatever you want it to go for. You know, we, we have to realize that, um, you know, that, that comparison, the comparison is the enemy. We have to realize that when we're looking at other people who've done things, who've been places that we wanted to go, whatever the case may be, we have to realize that there was a journey that we didn't see, right? There was something that transpired behind the scenes. There's really no, there's no like overnight successes, right? They've been grinding, something happened, or they were willing to talk to someone like we're talking about who who did it they went to an event or whatever the case may be you have to be willing to do that you have to be willing to turn your flashlight on we control that right you control the button whether it's on or off uh and whatever that looks like for you some people i'm not we're not saying be flashy and like tell people whatever we're talking about really looking at yourself and saying hey i'm powerful right and i'm a force right? <laughs> and i'm gonna attack this life and i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna do the damn thing every day Right. I'm going to come out and I'm going to say, I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to yeah. conquer this, whatever that is, whatever that this is for you. Go out there and do it wholeheartedly. Give your all. Don't half-ass it. That's what we're saying. When we say dimming your light and, and turning on your light, don't half-ass life. 
Go full force. Be who you are and be that unapologetically. Great. I love that. <laughs> well, so Javon, I have a question because we, we've touched on a, many different things today. But if you could mm-hmm. give one key takeaway other than literally, I think what you just said, what do you want <laughs> listeners to get? I want listeners to know that out of all we said today, you know, the, the real thing that encompasses all of this is compassion is really the key. So compassion, compassion for others, what? Compassion in general. Um, so you definitely have to be compassionate for others. You, I, I like to put this out there. You cannot truly love someone else or something else if you're not loving yourself. Mm. You know, uh, you have to really, because you don't have overflow. If you, if, if you don't love yourself, like the, what you're putting out there is really draining you, right? So in order to really wholeheartedly, wholly pour into others, you have to do that from an overflow, right? Your cup has to be running over, as they say, right? <laughs> so in order to do that, you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself, loving yourself. The same compassion you're giving to your friends, that should be the level of compassion you give to yourself. Actually, you need to do yourself more, right? Stop believing that self-care is selfish. Stop thinking that you need to make an excuse for why you don't feel like doing something to some with someone else, right? These are things that... For some, I don't know what made it hard for for us these days, right? Some, some for some reason, it's like it's unaccepted to say I don't feel like going to this event, <laughs> you know, with your friend, whatever it is, right? So we have to really take and realize like why that is, right? And a lot of times there's a deeper issue there where it where you just don't feel comfortable with treating ourselves. So you got to realize, as they say, the body is the temple, the mind is the temple, your heart is the temple. You get one life, make sure you're treating yourself right. So you can make sure longevity, longevity. If you are stressing yourself out because you're doing things you don't want to do, you might not be around too long to really fully get the joy and fulfillment that you deserve. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got to fill up your own cup in order to help others. So I love that. For sure. I'd love to wrap up the interview. So I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Okay. First one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? A quote or motto that I live by. So mine is from Steve Jobs. It's actually on my board. It says, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Yeah, 100%. Or even in that point, living someone else's dream or society's Mm -hmm. conditioning or well said. Yes. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Uh, so I am reading Psycho-Cybernetics right now, and I definitely um, highly recommend that. It's Maxwell Maltz. Um, it's an older book, but when you talk about, you know, self-confidence and all those things, it is the it is the premier book on that, in my opinion. I know that's on my bookshelf, but I have not read it. So awesome. Yeah. And, and I'll be remiss if I said I didn't read my own book. <laughs> so yeah. Shameless plug, you know, On Your Kingdom is, is definitely on the list, too. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self? Um, The advice I would give my younger self would be believe. Believe that you can do whatever comes to mind. Yeah, I love that. What a great note to end on. Javon, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. 
You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.